0: If you're looking for some straight-up marketing advice that's super
1: chilled and also a bit of a laugh, then grab yourself a drink and get ready for Marketing and Margaritas, a podcast that makes marketing entertaining. Brought to you by Rebel Nation, direct from regional Queensland. Hello um, and welcome to episode 19 of Marketing and Margaritas. You're joined by myself, Alana. We have Jade, and we also have our star marketing executive from the office today, Siana.
2: Welcome. No pressure <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Yeah, we I can know This is part of your job performance, by the way. So if this doesn't go well, like if this podcast doesn't go off, I'm sorry this about it.
1: This, <laughs> yeah. this is a test. <laughs> Okay, so we've brought Sianna in today because today we're breaking down Instagram. So first, Macaulay, over to you. What are we looking at for Instagram as far as the platform goes?
0: Okay, so Insta is obviously a really visual platform. While it was primarily image-based before, they're wanting to get away from that now, so they're really pushing video content. Um, obviously, TikTok has made big waves, etc., in the social media world. And so if you, you know, Instagram's kind of response to that has been really pushing video on their own. And we'll be talking about the different types of video and stuff in a moment with Sienna. But um, yeah, so it's a very visual platform and it is one of those, it's a social platform where it's a bit more of a positive sort of vibe to it. So you'll find that um, primarily it started off with a much younger audience um, and while those people are still there, the older audience—I when I say older—is in like people yeah, I was like say, me. What, what age? <laughs> yeah. are you
1: talking here, younger, older, us, us, that are
0: edging towards the forty bracket and those over. are
1: schnappers. Yeah,
0: <laughs> um, are really starting to flock to Insta because. It is that that positive sort of feed. So it's
1: not corporate. It's not that um, real news focus either. Yes, yeah.
0: and that's it. You know, like you think about Facebook and stuff. Like a lot of people will take like a hiatus from Facebook, yeah. or um, they'll start unfollowing a bunch of stuff, or they bitch about how it's always got you know people sucking and whinging and stuff yeah. on there and that kind of thing. And it's so and LinkedIn
1: on the other hand is really business and corporate and that kind of realm. Yeah. Like you're focusing on those connections, whereas Instagram
0: is a bit more of a natural fit for still being able to, you know, it still functions in a sort of similar way to Facebook as in having a newsfeed, etc. et cetera, unlike, you know, say Snapchat or something. Yeah. Um, so it's got a bit of familiarity there for, our, for us older peeps. Um, but it, it does tend to just be more, um, you know, like uh, holidays and house inspiration and, and cooking and, you know, like it's just a bit of a nicer vibe. Nice is not that I've worked, say positive, yeah, Yeah, positive sort of
1: vibe. And it's always been known for its filters and being able to make it more colourful and scenic. Yeah,
0: it's about making, and that's I think, you know, like people kind of, again, will bitch about things that you know, people have their Instagram life and their real life and how real life doesn't look like Instagram, but it's like at this I don't that sort of stuff doesn't really particularly bother me. Like I always think I don't think someone's trying to pretend that their life is perfect by putting up some nice photos. I think they're just sharing nice photos from their life and if you're gonna you know attach certain context
1: on it that's sort of more on you yeah Yeah, if if someone's posting those nice photos to making them feel good about themselves and share something that made them happy so like probably the only negative
0: connotation is really where people do think that it can be false or fake in that way um but you know as far as from a brand perspective it is a very engaged um audience as well so when people are on insta it's, you know, it's a lot less happening than, say, on Facebook or something like that where there's a lot of different streams or whatever. Like, you still do have your reels and your and your um, stories and those kind of things, but it's a lot more, it's just cleaner and it's just more visually appealing as well um, with the big, you know, imagery, etc.
1: Awesome. So leading into that perfectly, Jade, types of posts. what are, Siana, what are we looking at <laughs> when we are on Instagram?
2: So for the different types of posts on Instagram, you get your in-feed posts, and these are the posts that appear on your profile grid, and that is whether you post a single image or multiple images with a single caption as well as a video. Um, This is obviously a very competitive space, and that appears in the Discover page on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So when you do go to that Discover tab, if something is relevant to you or it's similar to things that you've been engaging with on Instagram – um, different profiles that are public will appear to you on that page. I think just
0: with those in feed ones as well, you know from a purely from a I'm trying to grow your reach et etc' perspective, if you are going to be doing those image based ones as opposed to a video post is to try and make it a more than just the one image. So obviously uh, you know social media networks part of the algorithm is that they work on relevancy scores. So when you show that you're interested in somebody, like by interacting with their content, then you're more likely to see more of their content. So as the content creator, if you just have a single image, whereas if you actually have a few images and so they have to swipe across there and you're giving them another option that wasn't there before to engage with your content. And by doing that, you're upping the chances that when you're posting that they'll be seeing your content again sort of thing. So if you can make it, and that's why people do those, you know, the like really good ones are like the before and afters. Yeah. Like, swipe right to see what this looks like. You know, the home edit and stuff does that really well. Oh,
1: that's really sneaky. <laughs> I like the way you put that because I didn't think about are you saying I'm sneaky? No, well, not <laughs> the theory. And it's, yeah, it's a great idea because I've noticed like every it's now strategic. and then. strategic. strategic. Mm. Every now and then I notice like how passive I am at consuming social media. I'm like, I should do better, like help these people out. Like if I'm, if <laughs> oh, I'm enjoying that, I'm, I should start view. liking them more. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I actually like it, I should like them more. more. Yeah, yeah you I'm want not just do like this sneaky, passive social media absorber. <laughs> but if, yeah, if you have to scroll through it, most people we're still just like, Curiosity killed the cat. You're like, what What else is here? Like, yeah, so it's
0: a carousel post, basically, yeah. where you can... Is it, I think, up to 10 images yes. that you can have? Um, you might not want to do that all the time sort of no. thing, but there's... I've seen certain ones where there's a certain formula to it where, like, the first image will be say, someone eating in uh, like a bright purple ice cream or something, you know, like something really Mm eye-catching and weird, and then they kind of tell the story over a few panels or whatever with, you know, the big reveal towards the end sort of thing, keeps people engaged and swiping through their content. And so, yeah, it just, it helps with your social media, um, you know, with, sorry, with your Instagram reach.
1: Yeah, well, as consumers, the way we've actually consumed social media has changed. So, initially, like, if you look, like, back to 10 years ago when we first got Facebook, <laughs> it's probably older than that now. It, it is so older than that. Was sure. <laughs> this I was going because I've
0: got memories in Facebook that are from, like, 11 or 12 years ago, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, 2007,
1: 2008 that I jumped on. Anyway. Way back then, always
0: lost in this Facebook memories <laughs> too. Yeah, nothing that's, that's more fucking cringe than what you used to be like back in the day. Shut oh,
2: up and be like that's
1: not nostalgic. Yeah, <laughs> <Shut laughs> why, why are you, you, did you, did why you <laughs> Yeah, that's a good way of seeing it.
0: <laughs> look how much more evolved I am now. <laughs>
1: But whether it's because of our phone technology and how easy we upload or what, we kind of expect a story when we're looking at social media and not just one photo. So, like, we want to see the evolution of what's happening, not just, what well, I did this. The mm, end. I yeah. climbed a mountain. It was just me at <laughs> the top. There was nothing else. That was awesome.
0: <laughs> yes, good example. Well <laughs> done, Lani. <laughs> All
1: right, moving on. So we've got story posts. Yes, so the story post, that is the one that appears at the top of your
2: feed and stays live or stays on your profile for 24 hours before it disappears. So we
1: have stories on Facebook as well. And a lot of people use, And LinkedIn. And LinkedIn. And a lot of people put the same stories through from Insta to Facebook oh, yes. to get that cross-promotion. Right. Yeah, you can't do that with LinkedIn because they're not connected.
0: Sorry, I see where you're going at that point now.
1: Bugger LinkedIn. <laughs>
0: And um,
2: stories are just a nice way to also just kind of get that engagement with your audience. Because if you've seen the options that come with stories, they've got really cute like
0: polls and people can <sighs> Dude, I follow Rick and Morty because it's like life. And they do the best stories where you get to choose, like, between your favourite character, like, this character or this character. Oh. And they did this big, like, challenge thing and they got to the end, like, so everyone voting. Yeah. So they got to, like, the point of, okay, these are the two favourite characters to choose between. But it was just, like, they did it over the course of, I don't know, it must be been, like, a few weeks or something, but it was so engaged. I was <laughs> tapping on their stories, like, every single panel, man. And, you know, there would have been so many of us doing that sort of thing. So... Yeah, absolutely. Stories are really good for engagement, but it's also, you know, as a brand, stories are at the top of the newsfeed as well. So rather than when people start kind of scrolling through and like Sianna said, it can be really competitive down there you know, with stories, you right, they're right up the top. So it can give you some more visibility as well by using them. So.
1: And so the more you engage with a story, the more um, Instagram or Facebook will actually push that to your first lot of stories. Is that how that works?
0: Yeah, yeah. So, for example, I follow um, a naturopath who is just a local lady and, um, you know, she obviously has kids and business and life and all that sort of stuff or whatever. So I always watch her stories, and then every now and then she'll just, like, go off for, say, like, I think one time was, like, a few months even sort of thing. she broke broken leg or something. And um,
1: well, it sounds you really you callous. callous. I know. I didn't she really like, right. didn't she? she? did
0: some sort of issue with herself. <laughs> rude. And um, when she came back, her first story was straight up on my feet again. Yeah. So the algorithm works a little bit different there, whereas, like, for everywhere else, you've got to be consistently posting all of the time. Whereas with stories, you really do want to do quality content that keeps people going, oh, it's Sienna's story. I'm going to definitely check this out Mm -hmm. because then if you don't post for a while, that's cool because then the next time you do, if I've shown enough interest in your previous stories, then you automatically come up for me anyway.
1: And so the other thing is we can highlight or pin these stories. How does that work?
0: Yes. So um, Facebook
2: calls it pin stories and then Instagram calls it highlights. Um, And that's also a nice way. So if you want to keep your story for longer than 24 hours, that is a way to keep it on your profile. Um, But it is also nice to kind of categorise or organise your content. Yeah. So, you know, if you are a brand and um, let's say, for example, you're a boulder and you've got things on home renovations and you've got something, um, you know, a bathroom reno, a kitchen makeover, you can highlight these under, you know, um, the different stories on your profile and categorise them like that so it's easy for people.
0: To and that's it. For your audience then, like I know I've gone to, you know, whether it's a builder or whatever, it's other service or product provider sort of thing, and I'll go to their social media with the hopes of getting a better sense of the kind of product and stuff that they supply. Yes. And it's like I really do wish that people would just categorise their shit, you know what I mean? Because, like, for me, if I was going to a builder and they're like, I want to renovate my kitchen. They're like, here's our pinned, um, our highlighted stories of all of our favourite kitchen renos. Cool. I'm going to sit there and flick through all of them to get some inspo for my own. So, you know, as the for the audience member, I think that's also really useful as well as for them, obviously, because it means I'm more likely to engage with their content.
1: And it kind of works like a digital capability statement. It's like it's a little <laughs> reference sheet. It's like, here's all the ones we've done. Yeah,
0: yeah, basically.
1: Perfect. And I
0: think that's the thing too, like what I like about stories because, in effect, they only last for 24 hours, so it's a good way to, you know, test out some content. You can try ideas. You can get engagement. You can do, you know, like something that's a bit silly or behind the scenes or whatever. But then if something is really good, you can still save it and have it attached to your profile um, so you don't sort of lose anything that you're like, oh, that was really good content and now it's gone forever. It's (laughs) like, no, that's okay. You can actually just, like, highlight it there. It's fine. And the nice thing about stories is, is if you
2: do forget to you know, um, pin them or highlight them in those 24 hours, you actually have an archive that mm. I think it saves like all your stories. I'm pretty sure it does. Ever. I've gone back
0: through our <laughs> Rebels before when we Couple first of did our little covers. And I was like, oh, we need—we can't just have covers. We need to, like, pin some things behind these. So, so there, there was an archive of, of what we've
1: done. Yes. So, that's a tidbit tip. On your profile, when you're actually looking at your page, you've got your profile image, you've got the details about you, but then before your actual feed of what you've posted on your um, Instagram page, you've got a couple of circles. So, how many circles can you have? Oh, pretty sure it's limited. Yeah, because yeah, yes. I've seen some brand pages that have, Just keep
2: going.
1: (laughs) Um, And so you can actually customise like what those little circles look like. So we've made covers for ours so they look branded and that way they've got like a little name about what to expect when you're looking at those. So, you know, this is our behind the scenes. This is our client love. Um, And that's just another way you can customise that area. Cool. So next we have IGTV, which is short for Instagram TV.
0: (laughs) Oh, Lani is so knowledgeable.
1: (laughs) Let's just do (laughs) this.
0: We don't wanna lose you lose you there, dear. Let's Look
1: this is why we this is how we brought Ciana in. So what is Instagram TV? Instagram TV
2: that is basically for video posts that goes over a minute long so anything under a minute will get stored on your profile grid like a normal like post and then igtv is anything from one minute to 15 minutes so that's if you know if you're doing something that's longer or maybe you've got a vlog that you've got um, then instagram tv is a really good place to have that and um, it's also got its own tab on your profile so everything also gets stored together so people kind of know that your longer content
0: content that can kind of flip through there and also see um like your your library of videos yeah i think that's it for some people like for me you know i like flicking through images and stuff but if someone god forbid actually does want to watch videos then i guess igtv would be the tab that they would be more drawn to going no, whereas i would stay away from it like all get out <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, forgive my ignorance, when you're uploading a video that is longer than that one minute, do you have to do it differently so it goes on IGTV, or do you just upload it like a regular post and Instagram files it where it wants it? Instagram pretty much files it where it wants right. it. Yes, Copy. So. Good to know, because I'm like, already, I'm like, these are three different ways to file, do a post. And I'm like, this is getting a lot of work. <laughs> Instagram does the work for you. Yay! Yes, love it. <laughs>
2: do anything to keep us on the platform (laughs) (laughs) that's that's pretty much what they're about (laughs) and then the next kind of video content that you've got on instagram is your instagram live video this is probably more similar to your stories when you do a live video like it says you're doing it in real time and your audience or your viewers can log on and listen and engage with you on your live with your live, it also sends some of your followers, and this is probably the people that you engage with most, it sends them, like,
0: a push notification to be like, hey. So not all of them, just some of them. Just some of them. Oh, right, just I didn't
2: realise that. So it's probably, like you said, like, the stories where if you engage with someone's stories more frequently, they get pushed. You've to got a high relevancy TV. score, so it, it's yes. going to be your top fans. Yes. yes. So it'll send a push notification to your basically your top fans to be like, Alana starting alive, and then <laughs> you're <with> the manager. Jay, <laughs> Jay, she does not watch videos. Okay.
0: Well, um, I might make an exception for you if I get to see you doing live video. I feel like I would be in for that.
2: I'd be Jay would be that heckler that likes <laughs> those comments while you're trying to concentrate. <laughs>
0: No, no rebuttal there.
1: Look, I'm just thinking it
0: over, and I don't, I don't, I can't really um, no rebut quite. that. No, I, I
1: feel like that's dead on accurate. Yeah, you know me really well. I know what to expect now. for good times. You should still totes to it. <laughs>
2: And then um, with the Instagram live videos, just like your stories, they only stay up for um, while you are live. And then once you've concluded the live, you do have the option of saving them. And chances are they're more than a minute. So they'll just automatically be saved on your IGTV tab,
1: right? Okay. So again, I'm obviously a bit ignorant when it comes to utilizing Instagram. So if I was just scrolling on Instagram, I just jumped on, opened it up in my phone. Where would I see a live? Like if someone was doing, would it be in your post feed? So your live
2: will appear in your story feed. Oh, it will be in story. Yes, yeah. and it's got a nice little like coloured ring around and it. And it's like a small
0: little badge. As I was gonna that say, it's live. Yeah, as I was say, it's got a little badge on it yes. too. Yeah. So
2: even if you don't get that notification, you can pretty much see when anyone um, is that,
1: that you're
0: following is
1: live. Okay. Awesome. Good know. Yeah, one of
0: our clients was doing a live the other day, and I was like, oh, because I was on holidays, and I was like, ah, oh, it's a client. I can see the live badge if I click and watch. And then I was like. Actually, I'm going to go have a, um, another wine
1: out by the beach. So <laughs> <laughs> so supportive. Yes, love you fun. Are yeah. <laughs> okay, and so last but not least, we kind of mentioned it but not explained it, reels. <gasps> and this is where Sienna's really excels. She's been doing some fun reels for The Office, very creative. And congratulations, we hit a million views <laughs> on, a million on one reels. of them. <laughs> Still <laughs> can't believe <laughs>
2: that. <laughs> Reels, that's obviously my favourite, but it's just such a fun way to kind of, you know, obviously when you're a brand or you are on Instagram, you will keep most of your things professional or branded and Reels are a nice way to break away from that and just show more the personality of the business, the company or even you, you know, on your personal page. People just have fun with it, there's fun music that goes with it and then obviously there's just certain trends that take off, so it's always fun to kind of see people um, do those different
0: trains. So for those people who don't know, can you explain simply what a reel is?
2: So a reel is pretty much a video that is under 60 seconds and it mimics that whole um like the TikTok vibe where it is it appears on its own separate feed as well so on Instagram just like you have the discover page you also have like a reels um like a feed for reels and you can just pretty much scroll on there and find um,
0: People's content, but so they are kind of just like quirky short videos, really. really.
2: Yes, just quirky, fifteen to sixty seconds, and
1: then that's that. So Instagram's response to TikTok, like yeah. so
0: you can't yeah. buy and join them,
1: and <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Just mimic> them. i <laughs> yeah, can't buy them, beat them. Mm. <laughs>
1: well, are
0: they? <laughs> don't know. We'll find we'll that, out, I guess. Yeah. Stay tuned. I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of hoopla over TikTok because of ownership and content and everything yeah. like that too. So. They've got some hands tied behind the back. Plus, Instagram's owned by Facebook. Yeah. So, that already gives them a big <laughs> start. <Step> up, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So...
1: I keep being surprised by the influences and in brand people that I do see on TikTok. Mm. Um, especially, like, in the health industry. Like, there's a gut health professional that I love. He's actually on TikTok. I'm like...
0: We've got pol- like Aussie politicians and is stuff politicians into it. On TikTok? Yeah, so one of our clients is a politician. I was just speaking to them yesterday about TikTok and the pros and cons and stuff. I'm like, we'll go more in depth in this <laughs> sort of thing, but yeah, it's um, it's it like it's like Snapchat. Like people, they
1: all wanted to be on Snapchat. That's it. I think
0: they've got like this odd, like sort of this negative, negative sort of feeling about know? it. But once you actually get in and see it, it's like, oh, this is quite fun and fun and whatever. And I think the thing is with social media, it's like, where is your audience? Yeah. That's always the big thing that we always push. Don't just do something for the sake of it. Just don't be on Facebook or Instagram or wherever. Where's your audience? audience? Go and be where they are and and try and do your best to provide them with fun, engaging content and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Sorry, we totally took away from your (laughs) Reels, your favorite thing. All right. So, yes, Reels, I think it's like, yes, it's Instagram's response to TikTok, but they're also really they are engaging because they're known for being that short, sharp, funny kind of content. So, so they're entertaining content. Exactly. Like, you know, you're going to enjoy it.
2: As soon as you're on that real page, it's just like a rabbit hole that you can't <laughs> get
1: out of. Like, this is <laughs> why <laughs> I deleted <look laughs> <in> TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> in one day, four
0: hours, gone. But <laughs> you know, like when you're looking at someone's stories and it might be like they've got 50 million flipping panels or something, yeah. and it's like, just one long video and like, there's no way I'm going to watch that shit. And there could be some really good content in there, but it's just overwhelming. Whereas reels, you, you know, it's just going to be short, sharp, like, you know, that, you know, it's probably going to give you a bit of a laugh and that type of thing. So it's sort of for a way of passing some time, you know, if you're on socials just for a bit of entertainment, it's kind of known for being entertaining and that's where brands, you know, can really take advantage of reels is because that's where people are looking to be entertaining. It's like, okay, well, how can you make what you do interesting and fun? And we will be going into... While um, keeping
1: it brand aligned (laughs) and Uh, including your key message.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and that's it. It's still doing all those main marketing things that you want to do, but it's utilising that platform because it does get a lot of eyeballs, man.
2: Oh, but Reels, I think the Instagram is seriously pushing the algorithm in favour of reels.
0: You mean um, that getting over a million views is just not normal for us?
1: <laughs> doesn't all of our content just hit a million views? Yes, Diana. <laughs> doesn't, <laughs> doesn't everything <laughs>
0: With
2: our 500 followers, <laughs> which has tripled <laughs> since our reel. Um, <laughs> so it's just a nice way to kind of get the brand out there and get your name out there. But Instagram is also rewarding people
0: for creating content. So, So, so yeah, social media platforms will always do that. If they have a function that they're trying to push, they'll reward anyone who uses it. So, like, when when Facebook Lives first came out, if you were doing a Facebook Live, like, every like it would turn up for people's news feed, like, as well as the notifications. It lived. You know, like, nothing lives on Facebook news (laughs) feeds for long, but Facebook Lives would live for a few days because they were just pushing it so much because they wanted People to do it. So if you if you use a social platform's new functions, yeah, they're going to reward you because that's what they're trying to encourage. Absolutely.
1: So we haven't really touched on frequency. It's saying that we need to do these reasonably often with anything. Consistency is the key, I guess. But how often should we be posting in our feed, in our stories on Instagram TV, doing live and doing reels? Because I'm feeling it. There's a lot of work there.
0: Yeah, I don't know. My opinion with socials is always to like just have a starting off point of where you think you can reasonably can you achieve. Finish. So if you're like, okay, I can do two posts a week and one real fortnight, like that's. I'm not saying that's going to get you anywhere, but it's a starting point. Yeah. Once you start doing that consistently, build it up. And then what, uh, you know, the whole point of having your digital marketing is that you have analytics So if you were like, and I've seen people do it where, you know, some brands will be posting, say, three times a day on their Instagram, whereas other people will be only posting, say, once or twice a week sort of thing. What they're doing is they're paying attention to their audience. So if you're building up how often you're doing something and then you start seeing a decrease in reach and engagement, then you're like, okay, I'm flooding my audience. I'm sending too much content out there.
1: There's 20 panels in my stories. It's too long.
0: Yeah, it, it, but that's it exactly. Like let the numbers tell you what people are interested in and what they're not interested in and not just content types but frequency as well. But it's like anything too. If you set yourself a target of oh, I'm going to be posting a reel a week or whatever... it's fine to have those targets but don't put out content that's like don't put out shitty
1: content yeah for the sake
0: of posting it's going to put yeah exactly it's going to do more damage to you than good and like we said before for example with stories if you have really good story content then people will click on it every time knowing that it's going to be good if you're feeling like you have to do stories and you start putting crap in there i'm going to stop clicking on you and you're going to lose being in the top of my news feed so it's not worth it to do crappy content
1: Right, so use your content calendar, set a starting goal, like we always say, starting is best, and see what you can achieve.
0: Yeah, because there is no right or magic number for anybody, you know. It's what works?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, reckon, I reckon Facebook and Instagram would beg to differ. <laughs>
0: But it's like, you know, for one brand, like, for example, for a politician. Yeah. It, you know, you don't want to be, seen, well, I don't want to see that stuff every day sort just of see thing.
1: Just a grip and grin photos <laughs> all day with somebody. <laughs> like, oh, that's great. Then we're out. Mm,
0: it, you know, whereas that thing, whereas something like the home edit, I
1: can definitely see that a few times
0: a day. I'm all about that. Yes. <laughs> cool. All right. So just going into some how-to tips as well for Insta. So, Instagram started off just as a mobile app. So, all the functions that you can do it's, are still on mobile. It's still like the dominant um, device that you need to use to do all your stuff. So, they do
1: have, you can access it from your desktop.
0: Yeah. So, now you can access it from your desktop. And, well, not now, it's been for a while. I'm kind of an old codger sometimes. But there you can, actually, at the start, you could only view. Whereas now you can actually comment and like things. Um, so you can do a bit of engagement, but you can't post or anything from your desktop. However, you can post from your desktop through the Creator Studio it's platform. Yeah. yeah. So basically, because Facebook owns Instagram, when you're in there creating your Facebook content, you can flick across to your Instagram and be doing it there as well. So you can schedule out um, posts and, and videos. But you can't schedule reels. reels. And you can't schedule stories either, can you? No,
1: you can't. This support- <laughs> say, I can
0: see that that's actually, like, a bit of a drum. You're like, no.
2: no. <laughs> well, they want everything to be spontaneous, but we're
1: busy. <laughs> can we pretend it's spontaneous? Yes, all our social media content is very in the moment. No pre
0: Actually, most of ours is because we are like, crap, we've put something on socials.
1: Yeah, that's a great strategy. <laughs> So um, that's providing actually that your Instagram is linked to your Facebook. If you haven't done that already, jump in and set that up because it is a really useful tool to have it scheduling together. And so what is the benefit of scheduling side by side with Facebook so obviously you don't want to be putting the same message exactly the same across both platforms at the same so, time yeah
0: it's really common for people where they will go okay I'm going to um, I've created this post and I'm going to schedule it across to both Facebook and Instagram but the problem with that is that when people sit down to go through like if I'm sitting down you know in the morning having a break and I'm scrolling through my socials I don't just look at Facebook and then the next day look at Instagram or whatever. I sit down and I look through all of my social media pro- profiles. So- Joys of
1: not having children. <laughs> <laughs> luxurious time.
0: Look, I'm not going to lie. It's pretty great. Um- <laughs> But so, if I was looking at Facebook and I see your post, and then I head over to my Instagram and I see that same post from you, Yuck. you've lost the opportunity to be telling me a different message. Yeah, you could have been showing me different content because you had my attention twice and you wasted it. Um, so if I go on there. And I see, you know, your kitchen reno, like back to the builder example. I see your kitchen reno on Facebook, and then I go across to Instagram, and there is, a, you know, a different kitchen reno or bathroom or, or a product highlight a or something. Yeah, yeah, it exactly. Testimonial. Same. Yeah. Whatever it might be, then you've I've gotten a bit more from you. So, but that doesn't mean that it means that doesn't mean that you can't be putting that content onto both platforms. You can still repurpose. But uh, put some breathing space between it. So, and this is something, again, to use a builder example, you know, you might have just done this kitchen runner or whatever, and so you've put it up on Facebook.
1: You put an album, that it's finished.
0: So. Yeah, exactly. Then, you know, tweak the wording a little bit, add in three gazillion hashtags, and put it for two months later on Instagram or something, you know what I mean, or even a month later or whatever, because I'm not going to know that it was finished two months ago. Like it doesn't matter to me when it was done. Like, you know, I don't care. I'm just wanting to see, you know, what what kind of work and stuff you do because that's why I follow you. I'm interested in what you do. So, yeah, you can definitely repurpose it. But when you are repurposing, it's just remember that with Facebook, it you know, your post text is at the top and then your visual is underneath. It really is that your visual supports what the post is about. On Instagram, your visuals first and your post text is underneath. You've got, you know, it's a caption style. So your caption supports your visual. You know, there's it. So it's really more, your visual needs to be really stand out on Instagram. And the, it's just those first few words in your caption. If you want people to read more, like they really need to hook them in. So you do need to tweak it a little bit. And like I mentioned also with Instagram, you're wanting to put more hashtags. You can't put a gazillion. You can only put 30. There's a maximum of 30 <laughs> hashtags.
1: So does 30 equal a gazillion? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it depends on friend friend's reference.
0: Um, so, you know, we want to be putting those hashtags in there because that's, you know, hashtags on Instagram are definitely used for um, search. So, you know, it expands your reach. Like it's, yeah, just please make sure that you're doing it. Um, and one of those things is because, you know, whether you are doing it through Creator Studio on your desktop or whether you're doing it on your phone, um, one thing i recommend as well is that if you've got like a different, a few different content types that you post about, is actually having a saved list of hashtags. Yeah. So you might have like, a, oh, if I'm recruiting, here's 30 hashtags around recruiting and my business, you know, and then if you're posting about kitchen renos, here's 30 Hashtags are in kitchen, so you can just copy and paste them across rather than actually writing out freaking 30 hashtags. And
1: 30 sounds like a lot, but like with a kitchen reno, it could be. Kitchen inspo, hashtag kitchen reno, hashtag kitchen renovation because you you need to capture what those people are actually searching. So I will probably not search 30 hashtags but if I manage to nab the one that you've used, I will get it in my discovery or when I'm searching.
0: And the thing is too, like again, take our builder for example. A builder in Queensland is not going to fly over to WA to build a residential house. They're servicing the area that they're in. And for me, I know like, you know, whether it's maybe not so much with houses, but like say clothes or gardening and stuff like that, I actually do specifically try and look for stuff that's in Queensland yeah. because the weather is super <laughs> here. So it's, you know, some awesome gardening tips from Tasmania aren't going to mean shit to me because they don't apply. Yeah. So it could be, you know, hashtag kitchen reno Mackay, hashtag kitchen Renault. QLD because, you know, your Renaults are done so that you have better air circulation or something because it's Freaking hot as hell up Yeah, here. well,
1: our houses are designed different to Tasmania. Like, yeah, it's really different.
0: Yeah, so that's where you start to get really niche down with those hashtags, and that's where thirty, you, you know, you, easily
1: flashes out. Yeah,
0: it's good to have that variety, but again, have them saved so you're not typing them out every time. or
1: trying to think of
0: them. <laughs> yeah, and just also typos and stuff too. It's yeah. very easy when people are typing out hashtags for them to to misspell things, and then you're not going to show up in those searches and stuff. You're not going to if someone's following that hashtag then you're not going to show up there because, you, you know, you happen to mix two letters it. up.
1: Yeah, exactly. A really good place to save them is your content calendar. Can you tell us <laughs> what's your calendar? This is where no, I say mine. No, you're really, really about it. I
0: mean, what is this content calendar that you speak of? <laughs> I on? don't
1: know. It's a great idea. Someone should create one. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and give it away for free.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: oh, God. Now you've recruited her on some board as well. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> so to wrap it up, Sianna, I'm gonna ask you for a few more final tips because we've gone through it all, and it, I, I'm feeling overwhelmed. If you're feeling overwhelmed, I'm there with you, listeners. Sorry, see I'm feeling overwhelmed. I find it really exciting. <laughs> I like absorbing many
0: options.
1: <laughs> There's a lot of work to do. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna be smart about it. there we go So you
0: need to have a team of people who can do the work for you i highly recommend it
1: how do i get some in- <laughs> if only that'd yes. be nice i think i need an alana as well
0: i <laughs> can highly recommend
1: yeah <laughs> okay so reels so they sound really exciting sounds like we should all be definitely doing them how do we track what's on trend how do we get some inspo onto creating them
2: Yes, so with Reels, I mean, it would be nice if we were all trendsetters. (laughs) 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 Not everyone can have
0: a million views.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But the easiest way to kind of get out there and get on that Reels page is to jump on an existing trend. So that is, you know, whether you scroll on Instagram on the actual Reels feed and kind of see what pops up most often. So looking for patterns there, like, oh, there's a few different
0: people doing this type of, and it's getting lots of engagement or whatever. Yes,
2: and there's often like songs that just explode like you're going to hear every second reel has got the same song in it so you can kind of jump on a popular song a nice way to tell what song will be popular on instagram is to actually visit tiktok <laughs> because often what happens on tiktok then comes to instagram a little bit later um so that's also nice ah, so way.
0: tiktok is still leading the way then yes
2: for videos they yeah. are definitely leading the way and um
0: Yes. Which is probably why Instagram is pushing reels so hard because yeah. they haven't actually outstripped them yet.
1: So in this case, being a bit of a copycat is not a bad thing. No, it's not. And it's
2: just also a nice way for you to put your own spin on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so even though you are doing the same trend, you know, what is relevant for us in marketing may not be relevant for someone that's in building. Yeah. Um, so you can still put your brand personality in there. So it's not copycat
1: it's just you know inspiration it's riding the wave (laughs) (laughs) fantastic and the sweet spot for real length how long are we aiming for
2: yes so they say the sweet spot is between 15 to 45 seconds
0: instagram that's how long people's attention spans
2: are now yes yes and we are so saturated with content that i think that it's easy for people to drown out if it's too long yeah and if it's too short you may not get your message i mean if you can't make
0: me laugh in 30 (laughs) seconds i'm I'm sorry you're gone <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: on to the next
0: <laughs> I was saying, i'm i not really that much of a challenge
2: when it comes to that so.
1: <laughs> okay and so for because we're, we're going to be mostly working on our phone because we'll be uploading via our phone what are some free apps that we can use to help us make reels so some nice ones
2: is canva which is one that we obviously use a lot and have spoken about before um it's nice to kind of get your stalls in there and if you want more branded like content.
1: And it's got a heap of templates you can choose from. So if yes. you find a style that really suits you, you can incorporate that across a lot of your content and it's super quick and easy and then another one that
2: you can use which is like a video editing platform is something is an app called InShot Um, it's nice because it's free (laughs) it it works really well Um, so if you need to kind of um edit something quite a bit before you put it onto the platform it is just easier doing it in a third party app than doing it on the Instagram reel um, creation, creation itself. Yeah. Yes,
1: awesome. Mm-hmm.
2: Any other final tips for us? As a bonus tip, um, so getting back to Instagram's response to TikTok, the platform actually doesn't like it when you upload content that is watermarked. So if you've uploaded something to TikTok and you re-download it, it actually puts a TikTok watermark on it, and the same thing happens on Instagram. So yes, so the algorithm won't
0: push your content
2: out. Um, as frequently if you've got a watermark
0: yeah it's like with videos you know like if you upload a youtube link versus uploading the video natively the platform is going to push the native upload as opposed to something that you've created for something else and repurposed across like that they they want everything to be unique original little snowflake content
2: (laughs) and that's just like where that third party app also comes in again it's just a nice way you know if you do want to do one video and you do want to um, upload it to both platforms, do it in the third-party app mm-hmm. and then it will look like a native upload because it
1: doesn't have that watermark. So when you are product. looking for third-party apps, make sure they're not putting the watermark on your final product. Yes. Because yes. a lot of them do it at the end <laughs> and stuff like that, so something to keep Tracking. an eye out. Yes. No, I don't know. I don't use videos. And then you have to like trim off the edge because, yes. yeah.
0: Or just pay
1: to use it. What? (laughs) I don't like how we're ending this. (laughs) Thank you for joining us today, everybody. I hope you got some tips on how to get creative on Instagram. Thank you so much for joining us, Diana. We really appreciate it. Cheers.
0: Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of Marketing and Margaritas.
2: Find more free marketing tips, tricks and laughs at rebelnation.com.au.